Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Auto theft is not uncommon in Metro Detroit. But when you think of auto theft, do you think of one stealing a car from another or? There's no question this is organized crime. When you're stealing 12 vehicles at a time, that's not a two-man operation. That's a group. That's a ring. Those vehicles have a destination. They're going somewhere. Once again, a local auto plant has been hit in an attempt to steal cars off the lot. When is enough enough? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. If you've been around Southeast Michigan enough, a parking lot full of hundreds or thousands of brand new cars fresh off the assembly line, it's not unusual. Between Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis, there are 12 auto assembly plants across the state, which means the opportunity for thieves can be enticing. So this morning at about 4.45 a.m., we were called to the Stellantis parking lot over at 17 and Van Dyke in regards to uh, multiple Dodge Rams attempting to be stolen. Uh, there was a break-in into the parking lot, and suspects were trying to steal the trucks. This is something that's gone on in the last month multiple times. Our officers were prepared, as well as Chrysler's um, Stellantis security. They locked down the lot. Ultimately, our officers got in there, um, multiple kind of pursuits inside the parking lot, and ultimately, in the mix of it, one of our patrol cars got rammed by the suspect vehicle, and then ultimately, we got seven suspects in custody out of the whole thing. That is Sterling Heights Police Lieutenant Mario Bastianelli. Officers from Sterling Heights, Troy, Warren, Clinton Township, Shelby Township, and Utica helped block the gates so the thieves could not drive away. As it turns out, there are two kinds of auto theft. The next voice you'll hear belongs to Kyle McPhee. He's the training coordinator from the Michigan Auto Theft Prevention Authority. We classify different types of theft as theft for convenience, where someone needs to steal a vehicle to commit another crime or get to one side of town to the other, which they'll abandon that fairly quick and it'll be recovered by law enforcement, usually abandoned. The other is on the commercial side of it, where people are stealing vehicles for profit, uh, whether they're going to a chop shop, many cars get put into shipping containers and get sent out of the country. So that's on the commercial side of things. Grand Theft Auto is a serious crime here in Michigan. A conviction could land the defendant in prison for up to 10 years and comes with a $15,000 fine. But the thefts we're talking about, where multiple cars are stolen all at once, these are not the crimes of convenience. There is a lot more going on here. 
there's no question this is organized crime. When you're stealing 12 vehicles at a time, that's not a two-man operation, okay? That's a group. That's a ring. Those vehicles have a destination that they're, they're going somewhere. That's a challenge for security at these facilities. It's different to prevent one person from coming in there. Now you have 12 or more because you have lookouts and you have people that are going to use one of the vehicles to crash through to, to make the exodus path. There's several people involved in this that's going to fall right in the large-scale criminal uh, ring. This is like RICO stuff, right? Like racketeering. It would take some serious investigative uh, work to classify it as that, and, and you'd have to connect a lot of dots. Those are very difficult cases to prove, but not impossible. You have to just link a lot of different criminal aspects together to make that case. It is the job of the detective to figure out something with or without all of the information available to them. Commercial auto theft is a bit trickier to solve than your run-of-the-mill stolen car, especially if it's an inside job. Is this an inside job? That I don't know. I mean, we're investigating every avenue of this. We're utilizing every bit of our resources, local, state, federal, investigating this. This is no doubt a, a you know car theft ring, and we're investigating this and linking them together. Is, are the people that you have in custody, any of them cooperating with you? That I'm not sure of as of right now. We're still in the mix of it, you know, interviewing them, collecting evidence, and so on and so on. Detective work is nothing new to Kyle from the MATP. He did it for years with the state police. Over the last several years, though, there has been a national dialogue about dwindling police forces as recruitment numbers remain down. The theft of convenience, like you said earlier, usually it happens uh, sometimes in front of somebody, there's a witness, or the car will just be dropped off somewhere else. What's the challenge in, in these where everything is so planned, like they're, they're going to steal the car at this time, they're going to take it here, and they're going to get rid of it? What's the challenge for law enforcement? The challenge for law enforcement is investigative resources. Our numbers are down. We don't have as many officers dedicated to the auto theft crime because it's considered a property crime in Michigan. Resources are being moved constantly, and there's always a crime that seems to be a flavor of the month that pulls in most of the resources, and a lot of times property crimes will be pushed to the back burner. So, I mean, challenge for law enforcement is to have enough people to get out on patrol and start looking for stolen cars. Here's the other issue. This kind of commercial auto theft is hugely profitable. A brand-new Ram 1500 can sticker between $36,000 and almost $80,000. And because they're stolen, the profit margin on the resale is, well, 100%. You know, when they're stealing in large quantities like that, it's commercial. The end result here is profit for somebody because of the popularity of the vehicles that they're stealing. They're not stealing 1998 Buicks much anymore because those don't uh, bring good price on the street. If you look around at all the big thefts, it's the Mustangs, it's the Hellcats, you know, it's the Wagoneers high-value targets that you can't steal on the street one at a time in conventional ways. Uh, you have to have the key or a key fob, and where better place to go is to the manufacturer's lot where those keys are with those vehicles. Wait, wait, I'm sorry, I didn't know this. The keys are in the car? Yes, many manufacturers, it'd be almost impossible to separate the vehicle from a key before they transport them, and they're just coming off the line. That's a matched thing there between the ignition fobs and the key fobs is all have to be programmed. They're all computerized to that vehicle. So it would be very difficult for them to separate, you know, those key fobs from those vehicles and then reunite them 
when they get to the dealership. So a lot of times they are together as they roll off the line. I was shocked that the keys were just left in vehicles even after it was explained to me. I mean, I don't leave the keys in my ignition in my own driveway, and I don't have my own security guard. When I was much younger, I worked at a car dealership as a porter, and we would keep the keys in a big board, right? And they'd have numbers, mm-hmm. and you'd match the number to the car. But again, we're talking about 200 cars, not thousands. And that still you know, has to be the case that today's car thieves, the keys are the keys. They're going where the keys are. Because you can't drive one of these cars nowadays without them. So dealerships are a main target. They may go in there and break into the dealership after hours and try to get into the key box and drive the vehicles off the lot. There's several different methods that they use, but it all involves getting the keys for the car. And, I mean, there's some new theft methods that we're teaching out there that are technology-based with signal interception of the key fob. We haven't seen thefts of that nature much here in Michigan. Around the country, they're starting to to show. But for the most part, thieves are still going where the keys are. That's what people have to think now. I was teaching auto theft investigation since 1998, and I used to teach law enforcement officers how to hotwire cars because that was the prevailing way they did it back in the 80s and 90s. Well, they can't do that anymore. They have to come up with a way to get the key or the key fob or intercept the signal to duplicate a new one. Why does this keep happening? Car thefts from the lots of manufacturers, it's been a serious problem here for months. Should the automakers be forced to do more? That's a question for the manufacturers. They've got to come up with infrastructure that you hate to say, hey, we've got to reinforce your fencing around your lot, but they're driving through the one that you have right now, so we're going to have to do something. You know, we can put all the trackers we want on these vehicles. The thieves know where the trackers are, and they'll tear them off 10 minutes after they steal the car. So we have to be able to make it more difficult for them to get their hands on these things. I would highly recommend that we make access to them a little more difficult. Maybe this is a dumb question, but like, isn't that obvious? If you're thinking about those kinds of things as a manufacturer, as a company, wouldn't you think, well, we should make something that you can't drive a car through? I mean, that would be a question for the manufacturers. And you got to remember too, Zach, is 12 cars out of how many million do they make? Sometimes that's the price of doing business, I guess you would say, but I wouldn't speculate you know, $20 million into securing a a fenced lot when we only lose 12 cars. You know, the thing that we all know is we have to make it tougher for thieves to get to these vehicles. Maybe having cars stolen in this way is just a drop in the bucket for the big three and others. But in failing to properly secure their vehicles, the automakers are putting unnecessary strain on police departments all over Michigan. And that is not very neighborly. Thank you to Kyle McPhee for chatting with me, and thanks to Charlie Langton for his conversation with Mario Bastianelli. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? Subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.